All you need to know about the Colts in one place. The Colts Daily Update starts now. Here's the voice of the Colts, Matt Taylor. This is the Colts Daily Update on 93.5 and 107.5. The fan, we're talking Colts for the next 15 minutes here on the home of the Colts. Live from Grand Park up in Westfield, training camp brought to you by Corson Fire and Security. The Colts were on the practice field today earlier from noon until 1.55, a little bit later than normal as the Colts got in some good work before some off days coming up tomorrow, Friday, off day Saturday as well in terms of practice. The Colts will hold a walkthrough on Saturday. That, of course, is closed to the public, but they're back in front of the fans on Sunday. Sunday's practice, noon to 1.30, and that is sold out. But we would love to see you up here the rest of the month of August at Grand Park in Westfield, colts.com slash camp for all the tickets and all the details. J.J. Stankovic is with me tonight, writer extraordinaire from Colts.com. JJ, good to have you back here on the Daily Update. Love to be back What's talking. What's going on? Love to be back talking Colts football. All right, on a scale of 1 to 10 so far, how would you rate your, your camp experience? Have you had any curveballs thrown your way in terms of writing and what you're watching and things that are happening on the field? No, because this camp, Mate, <laughs> knock on anything, any surface. It's just fastballs right down the middle, it right? Has, it has been just, yeah, grooved fastballs. Because it's been, it's been quiet yeah. in a sense. It, it, and that's in the sense of the big headlines, the like national news. I mean, Mate, the biggest news to come out of camp has been Shaquille Leonard telling everyone, hey, please call me yeah, Shaquille. I'm Shaquille now. Uh, and that has been, it, it's been, it's been great. But the, beyond that, I've just had this conversation with so many people who've been asking, hey, how's camp going? I'm like, it's like watching these practices, they go by so fast mm-hmm. because of the work that Matt Ryan, it, it starts with the quarterback. It starts when the quarterback is able to dictate the tempo of practice to the way that he wants. And the level of efficiency and quality of the work that the Colts are getting in is very, very noticeable. It's very impressive. I was yeah. just having a conversation with Danny Pinter uh, after his media availability, and he told me, you know, we haven't had a lot of mental errors. You're not seeing false starts. You're not seeing guys yeah, get lined up thanks improperly. Thanks to the spring, and it, right? yeah, the spring is a big part of that. Absolutely, yeah. I think the quarterback has a big part of that. When you got a guy who's had 14 years of experience, yeah. Matt Ryan. I don't know if he caught this uh, last week, Matt. He estimated he spent a year of his life doing training camp, like with Atlanta. With yeah. Atlanta, I yeah. mean, you know, this is his 15th training camp yeah. now. And a month times 14, right? So, yeah. 56 weeks right there. <laughs> so, it's uh, it's when you have a guy with that level of experience who is just as poised mm-hmm. as Matt Ryan is, you're getting a lot of really quality, competitive work out here. And that's a really important thing yeah. at this stage of the season. That's J.J. Stangovitz, Colts Daily Update. I'm Matt Taylor. We're at Grand Park, brought to you by Corson Fire and Securities. Let's start on offense and talk about receivers. Of the receivers that are looking for bigger roles, that are looking to blossom, and the Colts are trusting they can do that. Of those guys, who do you is standing out so far? Depends on the day. It's been Paris Campbell on some days. It's been Ashton Doolin on some days. We've seen flashes from Alec Pierce, Michael Pittman Jr. Obviously, he's had a very good camp so Mm -hmm. far. He's making an impact. Um, That's been really good because Frank Reich wants to use his offense, Matt, as a spread-the-ball-around type of offense. He, he, it's not an offense that's supposed to get one receiver, a bunch of stats, and then no one else, uh, you know, anything. And we're seeing, you know, the connection between Matt Ryan and Paris Campbell is very strong, especially in some of those routes over the middle where Paris is lined up in the slot. He can get hit on those crossers and those overs and take it and use his speed 
to his advantage there. We're seeing Naheem Hines mm -hmm. get some reps, a lot of reps at wide receiver, catching passes uh, and showing a good connection with Matt Ryan, using his quickness and his burst to his advantage. Ashton Doolin, Matt, on we in Wednesday's practice yeah. had, I mean, the it was circus. Like, he joined yeah, the circus. It was an unbelievable, it's like, you know, the you got Moss segment on uh, <laughs> yeah, NFL yeah. content. It's yeah. like that would have made it if it were in a game. And right. Isaiah Rogers had great coverage on it. Ashton Doolin just went up over him and made a tremendous play. Um, you're really feeling, I think anyone who's been out here for these, these practices over the last week, Matt, will be feeling better about where the Colts wide receiver group is now compared to what your perception of it might have been coming into camp. You're seeing guys make plays. You're seeing the connection with Matt Ryan, and you're seeing Matt Ryan identify guys and, and build those connections. I mean, today during practice, we saw Drew Ogletree make a number of plays. The tight end six-round pick mm -hmm. out of uh, Youngstown State was making a number of plays, including a really spectacular one-handed catch in the end zone. So Matt Ryan, again, he's spreading the ball around. He's getting it to the right guys on these plays, and that, that's how Frank Reich wants to operate his offense. You know, if, if, if Shaquille Leonard, if we're shifting over to the defense, you talk about eyeballs and what's standing out. If Shaquille Leonard is the maniac, then Unique Ngakwe is the menace. Because, <laughs> I mean, there are certain guys that fill out their uniform differently. He just looks like an Adonis out there. Well, it's like I if mean, Unique Ngakwe wore his full uniform. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's got it, like, cut up. There's a lot, to, of, there's a lot of abs. A lot of abs. A lot of abs. And you know what? I don't need it. I don't need it. I don't need a reminder from Unique Ngakwe that he has abs and I don't. They're buried. They're somewhere down there. You're going to have to dig deep yeah. to find them. You're digging but, through a cooler to but, get to a six-pack for I, I don't need that daily mine. reminder from Unique Ngakwe. But it's, I mean, I'm sure you've been watching one-on-one -on -one drills, you know, when the offensive line and defensive line square off and they put that red towel that's supposed to represent the quarterback. He's relentless. He just practices at such a high speed, and during that drill, it doesn't matter if he wins or loses or what the perception is, he's going to grab the red towel. Yeah. I mean, it might be seven seconds later after the, the, the drill started or after his rep started. What kind of tangible and, and intangible effects is he having on the defense so far? The, the, the energy he brings that you kind of talked about there, Matt, that is having an effect on this entire defense because when you see Yannick Ngakwe practicing at 110 miles an hour, that's going to make you want to practice at the same speed and with the same intensity. His leadership, too, is something I asked Frank Reich on Wednesday, just what's kind of really stood out to him about Unique, and, and he, he mentioned his leadership, that he knew, you, you know what he puts on tape. You know the proven pass rushing production that Unique has had. When you get to know him and you get to see how he leads, that really stood out to Frank Reich. You already got DeForest Buckner on that defensive line, one of, one of the best leaders on this team, a tremendous guy to have around. Yeah. Uh, but having Unique playing next to him, those two, I mean, you talk about that that side of the defensive line is going to give a lot of offensive lines problems. Because it, And then, too, by the way, if you slide your protection toward Unique Ngakwe and DeForest Buckner, you only got Quiddy Pay on the other end, and Quiddy's making a couple plays out here, too. So it, you really like the state the defensive line is in, and you can just see, you can see why the Colts went out and traded for Unique Ngakwe. They traded a, a cornerback in Rakisin, who they drafted in the second round a couple years ago, a guy who had a pretty solid season last year. But going and get Unique Ngakwe, the veteran, proven pass rusher, yeah, no. that, that, the impact of that permeates the entire right. defense here. I mean, such an unbelievable trade for everything that you just said. I mean, position by position. And then you bring back one of the most disruptive players 
since he's broken into the league in 2016. What is he, second in pressures, eighth yeah. in sacks? I and, mean, the, and the only guy, it's him and Aaron Donald to have mm-hmm. eight or more sacks in each of the last six seasons. Mm-hmm. I, it's funny, Matt, you, you mentioned trading a cornerback for a defensive end. I was talking with Ron Miles, the longtime def, defensive backs coach here in Indianapolis now, and I asked him how the pass rush helps him you know, coaches cornerbacks to maybe be a little more aggressive. And he was like, before I even answer that question, I just want to say, <laughs> you could put me out there a cornerback, and you might you might be saying, Milo, the, the, you're, the guy you're on is wide open. And I'm like, yeah, I know. The quarterback's pulling himself up off the ground. Right, it doesn't matter. That's the pass rush yeah. versus cornerback yeah. debate there. And this is the defensive backs coach of the team saying, right. I want pass rushers. No question. And you can go He's get got it. <laughs> and DeForest Buckner and Quidi Pei and Dio Dangbo and Grover Stewart. Hey, you got it there. Yeah. That's J.J. Stangovitz. I'm Matt Taylor. A few minutes left here on the Colts Daily Update. All right, what, what is the latest on, on Shaq Leonard in terms of availability? When are we going to see him out there? I know Frank Reich talked about that earlier this week. And then the second part of that, personnel-wise, how are the Colts morphing or changing uh, in, in Shaq Leonard's absence? So Leonard, uh, f- uh, Coach Reich had an update on Wednesday. He said there, you know, he's making good progress. There's not a timetable yet on his return. But something you'll notice, too, out here is Darius is very much involved. He's always got, you know, a sheet in his hand or an iPad in his hand. Uh, he's very vocal, um, you know, especially when he's chasing down uh, position coach on the offensive side of the ball to argue that his linebacker made a play there. You know, a guy was out of bounds or whatever. He's, he's very much involved in the practice, even if he's not out there participating. And beyond that, you know, the, the Colts haven't put a timetable on it. Darius has not, or excuse me, Shaquille has not put a timetable on it. Um, and I, I think when he's ready, he's ready is kind of an unfulfilling answer, but that's kind of how the Colts are viewing it. Mm-hmm. They're not going to rush him through this. When he's out there, they want him to be at 100%. And because he's so involved in the meetings and the practices, even if he's not participating, they feel good about where he's going to be when yeah. he comes back. As for personnel, uh, EJ Speed's having another impactful camp. We saw it last year when Shaquille had to miss some time. Uh, Zaire Franklin's having a really good camp. We're seeing Zaire make a lot of plays out there. He's someone who Gus Bradley mentioned today. You know, he, he's really admired how Zaire leads, how he gets out there. He's in the right position. Him and Bobby Okereke have made a number of plays, mm-hmm. uh, especially as we got into some of these more physical 11-on-11 periods. You're seeing those two guys out there making a lot of plays. All right, my friend. You got plans for your days off tomorrow and Saturday? Before watching, camp on Sunday? Hanging with the family, <laughs> watching the kids, getting out here to practice. Uh, Going to be a good weekend. Absolutely. J.J. Stangovitz right there. Check out his work on Colts.com. That'll do it for today's Colts Daily Update on a Thursday. Again, the Colts off tomorrow, Friday, and Saturday. But they're back to work on Sunday, noon to 1.30 at Grand Park in Westfield. That practice is sold out. For practices later on this month, hit up Colts.com slash camp for the schedule and to download your free tickets. We're back tomorrow, though, with Colts Happy Hour with JMV starting at 6. We'll have an exclusive interview with Frank Reich and several players reacting to week two of Colts camp. For JJ, I'm Matt. Instant replay is coming up next. Thanks for listening to the Colts Daily Update here on 93.5 and 107.5 The Fans.